My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that'll help you through some of your darkest hours. To bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed. Then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I'm just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. All right. On today's show, we're going to be talking to Robin. Uh, she's also an estranged mom and grandma and uh, see uh, see how she's been coping. So, so Robin, thank you for uh, coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. How are you doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I'm really grateful to be here and be able to, to be a part of this and share. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details my story and hopefully help other people if I can. Okay, so do you mind telling us a little bit about you before we get started with the estrangement? Um yeah, um I am in I just moved to Connecticut from the Boston area to be closer to my oldest daughter and my grandchildren. Okay. Um and um, I'm in the human service field. I just got a new job here as an employment specialist. So um, at 69 years old, I'm learning a new job, but I, I work with wonderful people. So that's been amazing. That's very therapeutic to go to work and be with people that are supportive. So that's been sure. very good. Yeah. So I currently live with um, my best friend and my brother. Um, so we're three older adults living together in a house. So it's good. Um, when she was home... How was, how was life like at home? Um, well, she's, you know, she's, she's a loving, you know, she's a sweet kid. She's really good hearted um, and a lovable little girl. She was always very loving and, you know, yeah. um, she's funny, you know, really funny. Uh, a lot like me. My old shot is like me too, but she's more, she's more like me. Um, yeah. And um, she, um you know, she, she just, but, you know, she just had, she's always had a lot of, you know, kind of walking in her sister's shoes, um, kind of, my oldest daughter is like, 
you know, everybody just raved about her all the time. My daughter, my youngest daughter always, you know, felt like she wasn't as good as or loved as her. And I, I, I always made her feel like that's not true. I can never love one kid more than you. You're you, you know, I love you just the way you, way you are. But um, she always felt like, you know, she always felt like kind of being her sister's shadow. I think, I think I'm making an assumption, but that's what I kind of witnessed. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and how old is she? She's 39. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, in your family life growing up, did you, ha- have you, did you have estrangement or did you, have you heard of estrangement before this? Well, I never, I never put a label to it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was growing up, I mean, like I said, I had a very close family. I was much closer to my mother's side of the family because we, you know, we, I was more in that, you know, closer to my mother's side. They were right. in the immediate area. I didn't see my father's side as much, but I loved them too. And I, you know, kind of wish I'd gotten to know them better, but I love my grandma and grandpa. They came over. Yeah. Um, but my dad, um, when my when his parents died, he really didn't have much to do with his sister. He his sisters and bro, he had two sisters and a brother, and yeah. um, he kind of wrote them off. He really didn't want much to do with them. He just felt like they, you know, they were lazy and they didn't have the work ethic. He was the oldest. He was the oldest in his family. Right. And, and they wasn't. They were always nice to me. And when I met them and everything, I loved them. But I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't really have a judgment, but I always feel bad now because I feel like I wished I had known them better, you know? Sure. So, yeah. But he had his, he had his reasons, I guess, but you know, sad. Mm-hmm. Have you been able to try to reconcile with your, your daughter? Well, it's been off and on. I always send her texts and she okay. did this before she went away she was angry with me. Um, and it's always been it's always been hard because when she was little, when my kids were little, my first, her, their dad left us, mm-hmm. and I was trying to cope. I was just trying to keep their physiological needs met, met you right. know. And uh, you know, the other stuff always has to come last. Unfortunately, even though I've always known about, you know stuff that goes on inside that, you know, what you see isn't always what you get. Um, sure. And um, so, you know, she, yeah, so she's always, you know, there was a lot of parental alienation on, on her dad's part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when he ha- would have them, he'd say a lot of things about me um, and, you know, kind of tell them that, tell her, and she, it affected her more. I mean, my old one is definitely affected by it too. Sure. But, you know, um, and I always, I mean, he was a very loving father. I would have, ne- I never, I always told him that this, anything that went on had nothing to do with them. This right. was between me and him. This had nothing to do with the love that we felt for them and that, you know, he must've been going through a hard time to be able to do that or whatever. Um, but I mean, as time went on, you know, when my kids would get hurt, I'd become very, you know, they think I was angry with him and bitter over the drip, but it wasn't, he was hurting my kids. Right. My kids come home. I'm a mother, you know, Mama bear. yeah. And if, if someone's, I mean, it's one thing, you know, 
it's one thing you're going to have disagreements, but when someone's attacking your children, I mean, right. and, and saying things to your children. So I'll just give you an example. If she, if she got, if she wasn't feeling good, she got sick. I always took them to the pediatrician, the doctor and called the doctor. And sometimes the doctor would say, don't bring them in. And in my youngest one would be like, you know, you, you got to get me to the doctor or, you know, and she would question everything I did like to prove. And I'd be like, you know, honey, you, the doctor said, you know, I, I, I knew when to bring my kids into the doctor. If I right. had to, I would rather be overly than not, you know, overly cautious. And, uh, but she would be worried, you know, she would be frantic over it. Um, she started not to be able to sleep at night. Um, she was afraid that her dad would drop her off that, you know, some, what if something happens to daddy and he's all alone? Oh, he used to drop her off and cry. And I mean, and he might've felt that and that's fine. But I mean, I, I feel like, you know, you can't put that on a little kid. She's four, you know, right. she's worried about she's not sleeping. I mean, then I was dealing with that, trying to, you know, keep a roof, you know, trying to do what I had to do anyway. So, um, so anyway, she, um, she never really trusted me after that. I mean, there's a lot of things that went on. She had a very bad injury. She broke her leg. She broke her femur when she was little. Oh, goodness, uh, which only went to that more, I'm sure. It, it, it changed her as a kid. I'm telling you right now, she was in a full body cast. My babysitter had her and she fell. It was an accident. She fell with her holding her and she broke her femur. My dad in the meantime died. There was a lot of stuff going on. Right. So, but it changed her, it changed her, that happy little kid into a, she had to be in there quite a bit. So I saw that change in her then. Um, and then to have, you know, my husband come home when I just say he didn't want to be married anymore. Mm. And I mean, okay, that's, you know, that is, and would have still would have been terrible, but, um, you know, and just move out. I mean, it's, it's right. depth. I was, de I was, I was in a bad way. I was in a yeah. bad, way. like I was in shock. I'm and, sure. and I, 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 I just, the stuff I don't even remember. I was like walking around in a, in a, a just in a, a grief, such a grief state. I just lost my dad too. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, anyway, so, you know, it just, it affected the kids so much. Um, but I mean, both of them, both of them have, you know, stuff. So, so anyway, so she went off, she, she started, I remarried again and, you know, there was problems there and, um, and, you know, she, she ended up leaving. She, um, went to be with, um, a girlfriend and, um, and then, you know, she wouldn't talk to me. She didn't talk to me for a long time, but I know she loves me. I knew she would come back, you know, yeah. like I just kept sending her texts and, you know, I mean, you know, reaching out to her and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but I know, I didn't know that I, my daughter has a, definitely has a mental illness. I'm in the field. I know, um, in people in my family, she's come, when she has come to visit, it's, it's so hard to, to talk to her and everything. She, it doesn't even make any sense half the stuff. Mm. So I'm very concerned, um, about her. Um, anyway, so. You know, then she, she, you know, she ended up being with someone else, had a baby and she's, she, she has heart failure. She is, um, has a mental illness. Now she's with, you know, 
another person and she has a baby. Mm. Um, so when she was connecting with me, um, she was connecting with me. I saw her, but I, I was very concerned because of this, like I, she's not being treated for this mental illness, you know? Right. And then, um, she had a little, I, uh, she got, she thought we, she, she, she thought we, we did something. We went somewhere that she wasn't invited to, which she was, she lives like in New Hampshire. Well, I lived in Massachusetts. My other daughter lived in Connecticut. So no one left her out. Her, they just went, we just weren't going about our business like we normally do. Cause she, anytime you invite her anywhere, she doesn't connect. Right. So um, then she is, you know, kind of accused of people of leaving her out and, you, you just never know which way the door is going. It's so hard to keep up. And I feel so bad as a mother, you know, like to see that, that poor, you know, I feel my heart's breaking. Of course, you're still life. mama bear. Yeah, but you can't, there's no talking to her. You know, she thinks that she, what, what the ultimate thing was, she said that I called her a liar. And I, I try to explain to her, that's not what the case was when this happened. It was yeah. just, you know, whatever. And she's got in her mind, I called her a liar, which I, I, I never called her a liar. Right. So she wants me to apologize. And, and it's not, I've apologized a million times for many things, but it just keeps, and then, and then that stays for a while. And then after a while, you do something else that she, she thinks happened. And right. then you're right back where you started. This time, you know, I just keep, I keep reaching out to her, you know, now she's got this baby. I haven't seen my grandson yet. And he's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I'm worried. I'm worried about her health and something happens to her. I won't know, you know, will I know? Won't I know? I mean, right. you know, she's in heart failure, which is very, I mean, I, I if I think about it, my stomach just turns over at the thought I'm of sure. not knowing if my daughter's going to live or, you know, I, you know, and I know that's true because I visited her in the hospital and I, I met with the doctors too. And, um, right. you know, um, cause a lot of the things is to very delusional. There's very, a lot of delusional thinking. Um, and I'm not making fun of her in any way, but it's absolutely like mine. It, your, your jaw drops on the floor because you're it's so confusing just to have dinner with her is exhausting, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so, but, you know, I know she can't help that. Um, but she, you know, she's not doing anything as far as I can see for it. Right. I tried talking to her significant other and, you know, letting him know, like, this is, this is serious. And I don't know how, you know, I don't know if he can really address it with her either. He's got to walk the line with the baby. You yeah. know? But... So, I mean, you want to be like, I feel it's a duty. You've got to be honest with your children. And they got to be honest with you, no matter how painful it is. And it's painful sometimes. Like, you know, uh, I mean, again, I, I just, I, and I'm not making excuses for myself. There's no rule book. And I've heard you say this with kids. They don't come with instructions. Yep. They sure don't. The best you can, you're just trying to survive. When you're in survival mode, um, I mean, after my husband left, he put, he, he, he kept money from me. He would take money. I mean, he, you know, he would do anything to make my life miserable. And, 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 and therefore it wasn't about me even, it was the kids yeah. and um, which trickles down to the kids. When you're getting back at somebody, 
your kids are suffering because they don't have a whole mother, right. you know? And I don't think anybody who's have never gone through divorce or anything like that, like I never understood that. And, you know, we've had a, quite a bit of divorce. My brother and sister were both married twice over divorced. And right. I never thought that would happen to me. Um, and uh, people don't understand how it's not something you want. Right. You know, you see your children is suffering and you don't know what to do. And yet you're trying to keep you, you can't go down the tubes, you know, because you got to be there for your kids, but you're never whole, you know? And yeah. uh, so they, so my, both of my kids, you know, have, have suffered. Um, my oldest daughter right. is a good place, but you know, we still have our, we have our disagreements and, um, of course. and she's got her anger with me. And I don't even know how to tell many more times I can say I'm sorry to anybody. I can't change any of that now. No, you, know? you can only move forward from here if they let right. you. Right. And that's what I want to do. And and I know they love me. They're good and they're good girls. They really are good kids. I had yeah. I was very blessed. My both my my daughters were just just a blessing in my life. The day they were born was the happiest day of my life. I mean, I wouldn't change that for anything. Right. Um, but, you know, I didn't bring them into the world and not care. You know, I didn't just have kids just to have kids. Mm -hmm. I really thought I was going to be married and, you know, have them with the dad for the rest of their life. I, I just didn't. I, I thought I thought like my mother and father that, you know, they we'd be a team and, you know, we'd work through things. And, right. you know, my mom and dad, they had their problems like everybody, but they were a team. They were right there for each other. Right. You know, so that's the way that generation especially was, you know, right. for the most part. So Right. Yeah. So I you know, you just assume everybody's gonna be like that, you know. Right. When you get married. So I there was no question in my mind that we were gonna be together and grow together and raise our kids together. And he was a very loving father. I mean, he right. loved he adored the girls and did everything, bathed them, fed them. Diaper. I mean, I couldn't say anything that he was never loving or didn't provide or anything, right. but he had, you know, he had stuff in his background, you know, two people bring their, their baggage to a marriage, right? And they bring their bags to the relationship and put them down and think, you know, I, I always thought like we could just, it, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize how much it affects a marriage. Cause when you're young, you, you, you don't know, you think, you know, love will, conquer all right 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 <laughs> yeah, right but if you don't have the tools like i didn't have the tools my when my husband left me i didn't have the tools right. to pull it together like i i really you know i was i don't even know what i was but i you know i started living my second child i was going out partying i was like living my second childhood and yeah. leaving them with babysitters. I thought, hey, you know, I did it the right way. The first, I did it the right way the first time. Where'd that get me? I don't know where that mentality comes from. Like, it's so embarrassing. You know, you know, when I think about it, I'm 69 years old now. And I think, what were you thinking? You know, <laughs> you know, but I, yeah, I just, I don't know. What it's I called was being human. Yeah. That's but, you know, I did, I did a lot of good. I did, you know, I tried to roll a lot of them. I went to college. I got my degree. I wanted to show them that, you know, you can be resourceful. 
Um, I always told them, I always told them that I love them. I mean, like, I just love my babies. I just love my kids. I really, right. really, that really, I just can't even say that enough. Uh, my grandchildren, but you know, I, I don't know if you won't let me fix it. If you won't let work with me to fix it, I can't fix anything by myself. No, nope, but one sure thing, can. one thing I've just said that I'm not going to be, uh, you know, I'm not going to be nailed to the cross for the rest of my life. If you don't want to work with me, you don't want to, you don't want to talk about it and, and, and co communicate. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? I, I can't, I can't change anything. I wish I could. Right. So, well, I don't want them to have a dried up, bitter old mother. Like my mother died in despair. You know, my wow. mother, you know, my sister passed away. So my mother died you know, knowing she lost a child and oh. my, um, my mom, you know, my, she was lonely without my dad and, uh, she was, you know, very shy, my mother, you know, and, uh, she had a lot of things. It's a long story. She had a lot of stuff going on, but she, she really died in despair. And, and that is a terrible thing for a child to see, I'm um, sure. at, you know, like, to see and i don't want my kids i don't want them to see me i don't want to go there that's the i'll tell you that's the only reason why i haven't gone crazy because well maybe i haven't i don't even know <laughs> but um you know i i don't want i don't think i think it's a terrible thing because i think about my mother every day and all the things i could have changed and i you know i would have done but i was so busy trying to keep my life trying to keep my head above what i couldn't pay attention to my own mother so yeah. it's such a vicious cycle, you know, and I, there's so many things in my own sister, my sister had MS, she was in a wheelchair. And For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I could have done so much more, and I've got so much guilt over that. You know, I'm the young, I'm the actually the baby in the family. Oh, okay. And, Me too. Uh, yeah. Are you? Yeah. All right. Just, just turned 54. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, you know. Um, but you know, you get all this guilt and I'm so tired of carrying around guilt. I, I you know, I, I just want to live and be free and like shove this off and do better. And yeah. I have done better in so many things. I mean, my, I have a good relationship with my grandchildren. Yeah. Um, you know, um, they've got their own, I got a couple older ones and little young ones, but, um, yeah. Um, but you know, now with the baby involved, I mean, I find myself breaking down to work, um, um, breaking down because, you know, he's not going to know me. Yeah. So, yeah. And then you just, I'm just break. You know, I, I'm, I've started this new job and I, you know, I moved to a new state and I've made right. all these changes and I'm, and I've been very blessed, very, very happy. I, my daughter lives like right. My old child was right down the street. Hmm. So, um, and, uh, but the thing is I'm, I'm finding myself now I'm trying to learn this new job and I'm breaking down 
Like I just, I, one of my grand, other, my granddaughters send me a picture because they get pictures of, she used to send me pictures, but she's not sending anymore, but they send pictures because they feel bad and they send right. them to me and I'm grateful for that. But, oh, I just got a double-edged sword, a video of him on a swing. He looks Aww. just like my daughter. He looks just like her when she was a babe, just like her. Yeah. And that is a killer. You know, I cannot watch it. How can I not watch it? You know, right. I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm tempted to be angry and pissed off and, you know, and to call her up and send angry texts. And every time I go to do it, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just, I get so mad and frustrated because that doesn't, that's not the answer. Oh, well, you know, I've done it so many times. (laughs) I don't want to do it again because you know why I'm, when I do that, I suffer. You do. I don't want to hurt anybody. I, I just want to live my life. I, yeah. I oh yeah. I've gotten I've gotten texts from her that are so horrific, yeah. like long, the worst things you like, and you and you you're left. It feels like somebody just knocked the wind out of you, and you're like, yeah. where is this coming from? Like again, her ink. I I respect the way she feels. I'm not saying. Sure. You have the right to feel any way you want. But if you're not going to communicate with me, I mean, of course, she, she's not able to. I don't really feel like she's what well, she used to be, but I don't feel right. like she's able to anymore. She's not. She lives in there's things that she is just saying that just never even happened. And um, yeah. I know she loves, but you know what? I know she loves me. And I know that's the thing that keeps um, me going. I know my kids do love me. And I, you know, I, I thank God. I, I know that for a fact that they do. Yeah. So I, I don't think we've talked about it. Have, did you um, have the opportunity or did you feel like you needed to get a professional help with that? Yeah, actually, my new job offers like six free visits to an EAP, but yep. that's been tricky. And I, I can't, everything in your, in all your videos say the same thing. People have been saying the same thing. Yeah. And I, with the research I've done, I, I, I've been watching something else on YouTube called 60 and me for um, older people too. And, um, yeah. and, and a strange I think I've seen that. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. And they've talked about estrangement on there too. And mm-hmm. the feelings of, I'm afraid, I know being in the, being in this field that I want someone who specializes in what I'm going to, I don't want to go in there and tell my story to somebody that's going to go. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and, and I get, I get, they made me care. It's not that, but you've got to, this is a special like grief. And this yeah. is, this is grief. But it's a new, it's kind of a new um, problem. It's always been around, but it's just coming to light now. So I need someone who's not going to, who's going to be, you know, you know, understanding of this issue. Sure. Because with, along with that, along with the, um, the estrangement, you know, there comes so much judgment from people. And it's so happening. And then you can't, people ask about your kid. It's just like you've talked about other, other parents that I've been watching this, your, you know, your um, program that they said the same thing. Like, you don't even know what to say. I don't want to like make believe like I don't have another kid. <laughs> I want to try and I'm, you know, so, so, you know, yeah. but then 
but there's there's a, a hidden there's a something that's not said and you know it you feel it like what kind of a mother was she that her kids cut her off right what, what why would they do people don't understand oh i don't know yeah. if something for you or anybody else out there that and I'm not affiliated with them, but I've heard stories about that betterhelp.com. So they, they might have some resources for, oh yeah, you know, yep. for people. I mean, I'm not again, I, I'm all for counseling. I have my degree in counseling. I love, I, it helps right. me so much. I, I agree with that. But the other thing is, it's just that I, there's sometimes you've got to have the right counsel for you because I don't want to talk about my story from, from the day I was born. I don't need right. to relive that. I, you know, I know what I need and I need like more like a cognitive. Um, I feel like I need like a more, I want, I need things to help me to move forward and not stay right. stuck from here on. Now, I mean, I can tell them the story of the doomsday. It doesn't make a difference. I know what happened. Right. You know, but um, nope, I agree. Yeah. I, agree. I just don't want to go in there and rehash that, you know, no, that makes it's perfect traumatizing sense. too. So, do you, uh, would you have any specific advice for people that are just starting to go through this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, like I said, you know, always keep, and I've heard, you know, as a parent, we have to be the bigger person. It doesn't matter what they do. Yeah. We have to keep our, and let them know that we, our, our door is open. The welcome mat is out. And that is hard because I want to be angry. I want to say things. And and I know I'm the adult. I can't do that. Right. You know? And so I wouldn't do that. You don't want to cause any more harm. But what you've got to do is take care of your own self. So, I mean, I cry probably. And I, I mean, I'm a cry. I'm an emotional person. But usually, you know, it doesn't just come up in the middle of my work day. You know, um, so I, I cry a lot. Like I try to get it out of me. I work out a lot. It's uh, I have a routine. I get up in the morning. I, I, you know, sit with my coffee for a little bit. You know, I do things to help fill me up because Good. you can't give from a place of emptiness. You cannot give to anybody. What good is it you being empty and washed up and, you know, I mean, you have a life and that's a gift. So, um, and then I have, a, you know, of course I have another daughter and I have my grandchildren and, you know, they've, they've seen the, they've seen, you know, what happens and, you know, they, you know, they see, they see the cracks, you know, sure. so I want to be better for them. I've always wanted, when you have your first grandchildren, grandchild, you go, God, this is a chance for me to do it all over and do it, do it better, you know, but, right. um, They've seen the wear and tear, you know, what it does. And I don't want them to have to worry about me and have feel guilt and feel that kind of pain either. Um, so anyway, so I would just say like every, you know, do things that you enjoy, push yourself out to go out and be with people. Like, again, I reached out, I found this podcast. I found your podcast. It's been, and this, this, I've been looking for certain things just to help me in different topics just sure. to help me understand, make me know that I'm not crazy, that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the worst person on the face of the earth. So. You know? And I agree with you. Like I always think, listen, I understand 
if you have to cut off, like you don't, you can't, you can't just throw everybody out of your life when they don't suit what don't tell you what you need to hear. Because right. what I'm seeing a lot is that, you know, oh, just get rid of this one, just get rid of that one. Well, well, you know, I understand if someone's really toxic in your life, you may have to do that, but pretty right. soon there'll be nobody left to get rid of. Right. Because there's no perfect person. And I don't care where you look, everybody has a story. Everybody mm -hmm. has something. And if you just keep throwing people out of your life, now, if, if you've had a parent that neglected you and didn't feed you or beat you or right. sexually molested, I agree. And I know you say, you know, Absolutely. you know, I'm sorry, those poor kids, uh, those poor people, I'm so grateful that my parents loved me and took care of me and, 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 and you know, cherished me. I'm mm -hmm. very blessed. I have so much to be thankful for. So I feel that my heart breaks for that. Absolutely yeah. breaks. I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, but so they have to do what they have to do. But also, I also agree with um, that a lot of the, the a lot of the therapists, and this is what goes back to me being, I'm going to shop around for a, a good therapist that yeah. I'm not, you know, they are, they're telling these kids to, you know, they to are. Get of, just get rid of them. And yeah. I, and they, they're, they're hurting that kid. They're hurting that person so bad yeah. because you, you just kind of have a trail of bodies behind you and nobody's going to be there. And I don't know about you, but I want somebody at the end of my life with me. Um, I, I don't want to just have a bunch of, you know, be alone at, you know, at, at the end. I want my, the people that love people care about me there and nobody's perfect. So, right. And, you know, with that said, I see the, the agency, especially I work, I see so many good people doing good things. Please don't get me wrong. There oh, yeah. are more good people out there, but um, I don't know what it is that this, and I just heard another story today about somebody having the same issue that they're telling their daughter, her daughter to just, you know, you know, you know don't, you know, get rid of her mother, cut her out of her life. And that, that girl's going to suffer. You know, if you've got parents, you're doing that, you, you, you they're going to suffer. I mean, yeah. you know, I would, and I, and the other thing is too, I, I would give, I would give anything to see my parents again and have five seconds with them right. on my sister. And you don't know until you lose your parents, how horrible it's the worst day of your life. Because they're your, you're, they were your world at one time. And I'm not saying I have to be my kid's world now. They're adults. I respect that. Right. They have their own lives. I agree. I, I totally, that it's hard to let go and not think they're not yours forever, even though you want them to be. Um, but, um, you know, I would give anything that you never know, never know what it's like until they're gone. And then, yeah. you know, it's terrible. So, and I that's not to put guilt on anybody else. I'm just saying you got to do what you got to do, and I understand that. You know, right, but, right. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely tough. Yeah. Um, but have you ever did you ever experience with all this the physical toll on yourself, oh. your body, on your everything? Yeah, I'm feeling it now. Like every day, I feel, um, I feel like. 
I'm, I don't feel good. I wake up in the morning absolutely sick to yeah. my stomach. I have to push through. I have to push through. I get up, you know, luckily I was doing this stuff before this all really hit me. So it's right. a matter of habit now. Um, uh, yeah, I'm really feeling a lot of, you know, it's, it, it's something different every day. It's weird. It's coming, it's coming out every day. Um, and I don't know. It's been, but it's I, feel, yeah, phys, the physical toll, definitely feeling that now. And yeah, it's scary, scaring me a little bit. Well, um, so how about is if your youngest daughter was listening, mm -hmm. is there anything that you haven't already said uh, that you'd want to specifically say to her? I I would say to her that the, one of the one of the main worries for me is that I don't want her. If something, you know, when the day I pass or whatever, when it's something, I don't want my kids to have guilt. I don't want my kids to feel guilty and bad that they yeah. didn't talk to their parents. And because that, I don't care who you are, that's going to haunt you. And, and you can think it's not going to right now. I mean, she knows she, you know, she knows she can reach me. She knows how much I love her. I tell her all the time. I love my kids and I love my grandchildren. Yeah, they're wonderful. But but I I would say to her, you know, I don't want you to feel this pain of regret. Regret is a terrible, terrible thief. Right. And um, yeah, I, I just don't want her. And that's really that really bothers me. I don't wouldn't want her to say because I'm not I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be mad. I don't think you go to you die and you're mad. <laughs> like I would hope Let's not. Let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't want to, you know, and that she, but, but I would, you know, sometimes you think, you know, you let people down and, you know, but I want, you know, I wanted to just think about that and that her baby, yeah. the stuff she's doing, you know, the stuff by keeping out of the baby's life, she's hurting him. He deserves a grandmother. He deserves a grandmother to cuddle and hold him. I have to say, I'm going to write him some letters. And I mean, yeah, I'm gonna write letters. I'm gonna send presents. I'm gonna write letters yeah. for him to let him know that I wanted to be, and I wanted, I love him, and that I think of him all the time. You know, so. And even if at some point you're, you know, you start getting him back or whatever, mm -hmm. still write him. They'll find him one day. You know, oh, they'll, they'll have them one day. So. Yeah, because I don't want him to think why. I mean. For some reason, I don't know if this is true for everybody, but your mother's like I was very close to my mother's family. It seems like we always more gravitate to our mother's side. I don't know if that's true for everybody. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't want him to think. I don't want him to be like my grandma didn't wasn't in my life. Like I can't imagine my grandma's not and my aunts. I had aunts and uncles they were there for everything communions weddings birthdays right. holidays i don't want him to have that like is, is he going to be all alone and is she going to do that to him when he doesn't do what she wants him to do right you know is she gonna is she gonna withdraw or is she gonna like oust him like that bothers me i'm, I'm worried about that you know yeah. and he's gonna suffer and he's an innocent guy now you know so um, hopefully something will happen, but I hear you. I hear yeah. You. 
Yeah. Well, we can only do the best we can do. And, you know, um, hopefully one, one day they'll, they'll all know mm-hmm. what were, what our intentions were anyway. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, well, do you have any final thoughts on, uh, that you'd like to share that we haven't talked about already? Um, again, you know, just, um, you know, just uh, for, for people, for kids, you know, trying to understand their parents, just know that we're doing the best we can. Um, and that even if you, you know, you can have all kinds of stories going on. You had the parents don't love me. They don't care. Yeah. But you know, it's a big responsibility when you take that baby that's the you know your life is changed forever it doesn't matter if i'm 80 and they're 60 it doesn't matter right. if i'm 100 and i i remember thinking that when i brought my first baby i'm like i'm never gonna be able to like like be you know free of worry again you know it doesn't matter how old she gets you know right um, so but um yeah just you know just know that that you know you just do your best every day and that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, I I appreciate you reaching out. I appreciate you uh, being willing and willing to come on and be a little mm-hmm. vulnerable and and talk about some difficult things. So mm-hmm. I know it's I know it's not easy, but um, like I said before, I you know it it definitely helps people, and mm-hmm. you never know what one thing you said that might spark interest in in someone else so right um, we just want to keep this ball rolling i've all the people that you've had on have helped me i think of them and i and i'm going to reach actually going to reach out to them and i'm going to reach out to anybody i can to help them um in in the best way i can that's awesome anyway um, i think it's great i think it's great and i i can i was just so happy and so like relieved. I listen to you. I listen to you all the time. And I think you're so kind and, and just, I really, I just know you're so genuine and God bless you for that. I really, really, really don't know what I would be doing if I didn't, if I didn't see find these, you know, well, you know, one other thing that I think this is, you know, I know, you know, how we're looking for our purpose and we all have a purpose. Yeah. This is inspiring me to go, you know, to school. This is such a need. Um, you know, I have my my counseling psychology counseling degree in psychology, but now that you know I've experienced this and I see there's a need for this, and there's not a lot of people don't really know about this still. It's right. like it, amazing. I would, you know, I think I might want to go to school, go back to school, and become, you know, kind of like just focus on this issue alone people get through this and it's really it's really it's the weirdest thing i i just don't you know anyway but anyway if i give back
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.